Good afternoon. This is your host, GAB, and another episode of GAB Talk. Today, we're going to cover mental health in the black community, and all communities for that matter. So, how many times have you heard the saying, forgive, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace? If you ask me personally, that sounds like an antiquated quote that somewhat gives the transgressor of your said situation or dilemma that you're in an easy way to cop out of the responsibility of facing what they have done. And I'm not saying facing as in any physical altercation or even verbal for that matter, but I'm not a fan of allowing people to get the cop out and then they want to tell you how to feel on top of that. That to me is very backward thinking. And I'll explain why. Many times in the social media era, from 2010 till now, you've had people stands, if you will, of certain celebrities. They'll gang up on someone if you say anything opposite of what their, you know, basic agenda is. For example, the former commander in chief, if you said anything that his fans or stands did not agree with, how many times have you been attacked, degraded, disrespected, downright bullied online for having the gall to have a different opinion? Everyone's life experiences aren't the same. Yes, I understand that. But in the same vein, you also need to take into account the level of trauma. And yes, I say trauma that has been caused through a lot of other avenues that no one cared to explore at the time. I've seen people that have committed suicide behind social media and the downright attack tactics, if you will, of these fanatical people who have been, you know, radicalized into thinking that, yes, this is what we're going to do. We're going to attack this person and they will not have a different thought process. If they do, they will not be heard. We're going to go on a full scale, ridiculous attack. If I'm not mistaken, anyone can feel free to chime in and correct me. I've seen a story, particularly with this young girl who was being bullied in Staten Island, New York, if I'm not mistaken, or somewhere to that effect. And she was bullied online for something as simple as her hair. And she jumped onto the railroad tracks and unfortunately took her own life. God bless her and all the others. We're not talking about the level of depression, the level of grief, the level of pain that sometimes these things can inflict upon a person because we've 
divulged and given so much time to the Facebooks of the world, the Instagrams, the Twitters, especially, and so many others. We've given so much of our time and our thought process to these places that we have forgotten to take a time out and just put the phone down, go outside and have basic human interaction. Even when people do decide they want to go outside, you still see in nightclubs and restaurants and things of that nature, people walking around with their eyes glued to their cell phone, eyes glued to scrolling up and down their algorithm on these social media apps, following the lifestyles and the daily businesses of celebrities I get it I for what it's worth I do the same for certain celebrities but I also understand that you need at least some time to yourself and your mental well-being how are you doing you know and that's one of the things that I want to start with you know the depression that comes from it because more times than not people will allow themselves to compare their mental well-being and their financial situation and their style of clothes their living situation with that of someone who is frankly better off than you are and you will sit there you'll say something and you'll get attacked for it or you have people who have burner accounts trolls as they call them and they will sit there online all day looking for someone to pick a needless and unnecessary argument with that more times than not they would never never say to that person's face it's a very interesting thought process for me because I've dealt with that more times than not, but I choose to understand that this is just social media. This is a phone app. You would not say half of the horrible things that they say to a person's face. So you just ignore it, block them, and you go about your day. But a lot of people are not so easily equipped with blocking them and going about their day. Some people, quite frankly, take this to the heart and it turns some a lot of a lot more times than people care to bring up into a tragedy or, you know, just a flat out unfortunate situation. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be back and we're going to go into the body shaming factor of mental health. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. back so as i said before the break we're going to go into body shaming now and that is another one that for a lot of people including myself touches home you know because 
when you've grown up as a bigger person or even a smaller person, you know, because people don't seem to understand this, but skinny people, people who are thin and you think are top physically fit, a lot of times they are not very happy with being that. They want to put some meat on their bones. And I know that sounds unbelievable to some listeners, but believe it, believe it. It is true. It is very true. A lot of people, bullies from, let's say, elementary school to when you're in high school, you know, they are what? They're constantly, especially if you're a bigger person, you're being picked on by the the slim, the slim person, the person who you would think is physically fit and has no reason to be picking with you. But yet they're picking with you nonetheless. It's not because they are necessarily rude, even though their comments are highly rude and disrespectful. More times than not, it is. Believe it or not, it's a jealousy thing from my estimation and I say the word jealousy because you have the person that, you know, doesn't have many friends. People don't really want to talk to them. They don't really want to be around them. They have feelings like everyone else. And yet they're shunned because of something so simple as their weight. And that shit is crazy. And as I said, it's not just the bigger people. It's the people who are slim as well, which is why across a lot of platforms, they have these, you know, BBW appreciation posts or people who will sit there and say you're glamorizing being obese and things of that nature, which isn't true you're simply taking a time to learn to love and appreciate something that took you years to learn and love and appreciate something that more times than not people have told you over and over that that's not something you should appreciate that's not something that you should be proud of i don't agree with that but to each his own at the end of the day and on the skinny person side of it they more so than not, they just they may not want to get, you know, ridiculously obese. Some of them say they're in the middle and they're a hundred and something pounds or this, that, and a third. And the global weight, weight I, I want to say bar- parameters are 170 pounds for a 30 year old african-american male and if i'm not mistaken i think 150 or something smaller for an african-american female we should all want to aspire to be that but everyone's life journey is different everyone's path is different so instead of bashing one another and talking smack to one another we should honestly come to the table It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation at first, but you should try to understand why people are what they are, what they do, what they do. Instead of criticizing people, you should be trying to help these people. You should be trying to put your two cents in as far as 
listen, I understand, I get it. You know, maybe if you want, I can help you in certain aspects and we can try and turn this entire situation around. People would appreciate that way more than just being called, oh, you fat fucker, you fat bitch, or you, you slim, no weight having motherfucker, you anorexic, this, that, and third. Anorexia is an eating disorder, guys. That's not something to make fun of. No disorder is anything to make fun of. Some people are overweight because they have a paranoia. They deal with anxiety. They don't know how to deal with the stress of everyday world. Never mind social media. I know I covered that as extensively as I'm going to anyway on the first part of the show. But trust me, real life happens. People have bills. People have kids. People have friends and things of that nature that may not be going their way at the time. And they're only way to cope and try to deal with it is an unhealthy mechanism is to eat more that's not nothing to make fun of you should be trying to speak help 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 thy neighbor we've all been taught this and if you don't go to church we've all heard this once before in our life period we've all heard this you know so we must try to have these un- uncomfortable but healthy and productive conversations. Let me switch gears real quick. We also have a rampant, and I do mean rampant problem, with racism. Still, I want to sit here and tell you guys today that I'm shocked that we still deal with this in 2021, but I'd be flat face, bold face lying to y'all. In 1776, we signed a very important document in our nation's history, the Declaration of Independence of, for, and by the people. When this document was signed, there were no african-americans in a room nor was it written for african-americans what i'm basically saying is and again this is an uncomfortable topic but we need to start having these and coming to the table so we can try and get a better understanding and listen to one another again the basic thing that i take away from that is we were not people considered people at the time we were not considered anything of importance they blatantly, blatantly mistreated us. We were at a time hunted down for nothing more than the color of our skin by the Ku Klux Klan and the police officers of the 20s and 30s and 40s and so on for nothing more than the color of our skin. They didn't want to eat with us. They had our bathrooms and restaurants and everything separated whites women color colored colored with but at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen we're people we're people just like you are just because the tint of my skin may be darker does not make me any less of a human being than you it doesn't make me any less of a man like you I treat everyone 
whether you're white, Spanish, Chinese, etc., etc., I treat everyone with the same level of respect I would want someone to treat me with. And what I'm basically saying is you have to learn to take people at face value. Face value, ladies and gentlemen, is everything. It's everything. You're not going to get anywhere in life if you're always going off of your preconceived notions and judgments of others. I can sit here today Real story, true story. I remember growing up in New York City and I didn't experience racism until I came across a police officer. I will not divulge anyone's name on here because of legal purposes, but to stick to the story, I was doing nothing more than walking home from the corner store. And the cop car pulled up beside me. All I said out of my mouth, and I mean this quite literally, was singing nothing more than the part off of Friday with my, the actor Mike Epps. Y'all can't mess with the police. He jumped out of the car and literally said, do you want me to smack the shit out of you? You fucking nigger. I didn't under quite understand that. Even though I was old enough to comprehend what was going on, I didn't quite understand the level of aggression that was being displayed my way. The level of anger until I sat back and I continued to analyze it because I was confused. And then I came back to one simple, unfortunate, but simple explanation. They didn't treat black people the same way they would someone of a lighter skin tint. And that's sad. That's sad because black parents across America are terrified of having to have their children run into one of these officials who are supposed to protect and serve the community that they are assigned to. But at times will take it upon their self to be the judge, jury, and executioner. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. But unfortunately, until the system is fixed, and I mean completely fixed, it is life. So, <laughs> what can I say to you? You know, you will come across people who are just... Flat out, flat out, not going to like you because of your race, your ethnicity, your hair gets discriminated against. And that's fine. That's fine. It says more about them than it does you. And I'm talking specifically about African-American experiences from my point of view. My. Because there's Caucasian parents who adopt black children. Who love them dearly, I'm sure. I would never sit here and tell you that you don't care for your your child of color or etc, etc, etc. And that goes for any race. What I will say, however, is please take the time to educate them and make sure that they're very 
well prepared for the nonsense that's going to come their way. We would hope as parents and as protectors to keep them shielded and help them shy away from that. But we also have to be realistic. Children are curious. Children often, when we say no, they go. So we have to take that into consideration. Kids are often going to have to come face to face with uncomfortable truths about their world. And as adults, we can only hope and pray that we've taught them well enough that they know how to deal with this in a constructive and safe, safety first manner that will help them pass it along to their offspring or their young members of family or friends. You know, but we're going to take another commercial break. I will be back. We're going to sit here and I will give my final thoughts as well, as well, as share one thing that I have learned as a black man in America. Y'all stay tuned. as a black man is we are so so behind the eight ball but we have the chance to turn that around led by our black women our sisters believe you me they are essential to us turning this around to us making grounds breaking down doors we're gonna have to smash them down because we have to be 10 times better than who we're going up against we have to come correct or we'll be sent away we'll be shunned laughed off the stage we must 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 rally together together our men our women, our children, and yes, even if you want to call Caucasians the other side, we must all of us, all of us rally together because at the end of the day, never mind race, never mind all of that. We are one race, one people. We are human beings first. You hear me? human and that's all i got to say about that this is your host gab we are gonna see you next time peace love love thy neighbor we got this guys god don't give his hardest battles to soldiers who can't handle it we obviously can handle it later